From online coaches to conspiracists, and from neo-shamans to would-be healers, the list goes on. The interministerial watchdog set up to monitor and fight against sects in France has released its latest and alarming findings. That report from Mivilude states that since 2020, and especially since the emergence of the coronavirus pandemic, such movements are on the rise. And they're spreading worrying quantities of misinformation when it comes to healthcare. Hello and welcome to France in Focus. This week, we're looking at groups which often operate in the shadows online. COVID-19 brought with it a sense of anxiety, fear and vulnerability for many. And this became the Petri dish upon which a whole plethora of different sects and gurus came to flourish. We've been to meet a young man called Gautier, whose mother recently died from cancer. In the last years of her life, her thought processes started to change and she ended up rejecting traditional treatments. Gautier's mother, Clotilde, died a few weeks ago. Her death was the end of what he says was a descent into hell. Things began several years ago when Clotilde began training in Gestalt therapy after her divorce. The French government watchdog on sex and cults has repeatedly linked this form of psychotherapy to possible abuse. She started to have opinions, which you could describe as conspiracy theories. For example, she said the pyramids could not have been built by humans. So it started out like that, and then things got worse with the first COVID lockdown. A lot of people were stuck indoors, and they found themselves surfing the internet to find answers to things. Gautier's mother learned that she had cancer of the jaw at the end of the lockdown. She decided not to have chemotherapy and surgery and preferred instead to turn to alternative methods. She changed her thinking radically during the course of just one weekend. On the Friday evening, she had an appointment with a doctor and she told me, he's great, if I have surgery, I'll do it with him. Then on Monday, she told me it was out of the question for her to have surgery. That weekend, she'd been on a weekend of Gestalt therapy. Clotilde then approached the Cancer and Metabolism Association, which claims to help patients cure cancer, including by using herbal remedies and with clay. This is bone cancer. I never really understood about putting clay on skin. The cancer was diagnosed in July 2021. I saw her again in October 2021 and the tumour had really grown physically. I could see it. That's when I really got worried about her. I started to dig a little bit into different therapeutic approaches she could have been looking at and which appeared in alerts from the French government watchdog about the dangers of sects. I believe my mother was fully under the influence of these different approaches. His mother's beliefs led her to becoming more isolated as the months went by. Gautier found documents after his mother's death that he is still trying to work out. These are bills. There are a lot of them. It all adds up to nearly 4,000 euros just for capsules and ointments and all the things she could buy. He contacted the police to complain about people and organizations who'd gravitated around his mother, including the Cancer and Metabolism Association. We contacted the association by email and it replied saying it was not a sect in any way. 
people who are sick or their families who get in touch are free to follow our advice or not, they said. They say that they're there to prevent and cure cancer. These people are putting other people's health at risk when they're not risking anything themselves. And my mother died. So yes, I blame them. Advice, support, a lending ear and a guiding light for those affected by sects can be found at associations like the CCMM in the east of Paris. Francine Comel, thank you very much for talking to France 24. You're the vice president for the Centre Against Mental Manipulations, or the CCMM, here uh, in Paris. Have you noticed an uptick in the number of people coming to you for help? And if so, for you as an association, just how worrying is that increase? What's worrying is that things are more and more scattered. Uh, at one time, there were big movements that we could identify easily. But now we have small groups of people, with individuals, manipulating others. And for us, something that's new, but also makes sense, is all of the damage that's done by social media. That's one of the things that developed a lot during the COVID-19 pandemic. Because of the lockdown, with people completely cut off from the rest of the world and in constant contact with their computers. Could you talk us through exactly what happens when people uh, telephone you and get in touch with you? What kinds of help do you offer people? People often call to ask for information about a specific person because they've been contacted for a course or coaching or personal development training. So they call us for advice and more information. Or most often, they call us because someone in their family got involved in something. And they find that since then, there's been a change in their attitude. We always end with the same advice, which is, whatever you do, don't break contact. Try to understand and ask questions. What are you hoping to get out of this? Are you sure that's what it is? That way you open a dialogue. What sorts of um, emotions or, or trauma do, do, do the people affected go through? People who are impacted or risk getting sucked into that spiral are people who are looking for meaning. And today we're in a society that's a bit fragile in general. And that's why the lockdown was a factor that favoured this kind of thing. People are worried. People need to be reassured. So when they meet a community that tells them, here, this is the truth, that can reassure them. I always tell those who call us that as soon as someone says, I know the truth and this is it, it's someone dangerous. 
What do you make of the of the report recently put together by uh, Mivilude, uh, which shows that sects and the like here in France are gaining ground? In my opinion, it's not at all the government's priority right now. There are warning signs that make us even wonder if certain groups aren't protected. I think there's a political cowardice on the part of all elected officials to fight against the influence of conspiracies and cults. First, mental manipulation is misunderstood because most people, when they hear stories, they say, oh, well, they're idiots. That would never happen to me. And that's not true. When we analyze the people who are under mental control, we realize they're people who are educated, smart, who have lives. And then all of a sudden, because something traumatic happens to them, they find themselves feeling powerless and then fall into the trap. Okay, Francine Cormel, thank you very much for talking to France 24. Thank you. Now, a simple search online shows just how many of these gurus are out there selling their wares, often apparent magic solutions to ailments and illnesses. But most of them don't have a scientific background, let alone any kind of proper certified medical training. One Citizens Collective says enough is now definitely enough, and we have been to meet one of its members. Biology teacher Clément Bastille is one of the founders of The Extractor, a collective created in 2019 to fight against online disinformation in the realm of health and nutrition. The group of citizen volunteers identifies and debunks videos and public figures who promote unproven and harmful health practices. Thanks to their work, French medical website Doctolib suspended the accounts of a handful of practitioners, including a well-known naturopath, who gave this advice on how to lower a fever in infants. Il faut asseoir l'enfant sur une cuvette et on va mettre des glaçons dedans, de l'eau glacée très froide, et avec un gant de toilette frictionner les lèvres, et évidemment on va toucher un peu le clitoris, qui va stimuler le système sympathique here we see two issues coming together, medical advice that doesn't work, it won't lower a fever, and advice that's dangerous, maybe not for the survival of the child, but for the mental health and future of the child. Clément notes that the crossover between wellness and medical conspiracy theories has long existed, but found fertile territory during the COVID-19 pandemic in part due to poor government communication that sent people looking for information elsewhere. Clément himself once came under the influence of a self-styled health guru and understands how easy it is to fall into the trap. Unlike what one might think, it's not at all a question of stupidity or being naive. Often it's a quest for meaning. It can also be exacerbated feelings of injustice, so a quest for justice. It can also come from mistrust, a lack of trust in the media or the authorities. It can also flatter us by making us think that we've understood something that others haven't, to have access to knowledge that's hidden from the rest of society. I try to always remember that people that believe it have good reasons, and we have to help them see that the influencers, those that benefit from it, are themselves doing it for bad reasons. 
Once people adopt a certain belief system, Clément says rational arguments no longer work. The collective hopes to reach people the moment they start to consider a bogus practice to prevent them from getting sucked in in the first place. Well, that brings us to the end of another edition of France 24, but do stay tuned. There's more world news coming up.